814 Wednesday morning, March 8th. Traditionally at this time, we talk to Ronald Surpass, our friend, professor of practice in the Department of Criminal Justice at Loyola, former NOPD chief, former head of the Washington State Police, and former head of the Nashville City Police um, throughout a long and distinguished career. Now a professor of practice at Loyola. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Great. I'm Tommy. <laughs> I said great. I'm Tommy. I meant to say hi, Tommy. Oh. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> no, you don't want to be me. <laughs> First thing you have to do is get your pants altered. Um, <laughs> Cut in half. Yeah, pretty much, right. And then the length, too, you'd have to deal with. All right, yeah. so listen. <laughs> I let it go. A <laughs> uh, good friend, really. We love playing around. So, look, let's talk about um, the contract now, as we understand it, is signed. And out. Uh, maybe let me rephrase the question. Where do we stand on the search for a new police chief, as far as you know? According to news reports and the mayor's own tweet, she signed a contract with the International Association of Chiefs of Police. We'll call it the IACP. The IACP is uh, the largest police organization of professional chiefs, local, state, federal, international, tribal across the world. They do these searches all over the country, and they do a great job. If it is true that this is the step that's going forward, then the community can expect that it will be a process that takes more than two weeks. It will be a process that takes a few months that background investigations will be done on all the candidates, financial records would be looked at of the candidates, multiple meetings in the community will occur with the candidates. I mean, this is a very elaborate process to get the best persons for consideration by a mayor or a governor. So that's what the IACP does? They do all the background Correct. investigations and all that? They do all the work to present as much information as they can gather on the candidate, and they will do that in a way that is as thorough as they can be with whatever uh, the contract allows, right? you got to make sure the contract's clear that they can do whatever they need to do and whatever information they can get that anybody can get when an employee applicant waves away, you know, the ability to search their backgrounds. But, look, hiring a police chief or hiring a police officer, you got to make sure they don't have financial problems. you got to make sure they don't have problems that could be exploited by organized crime and financial problems is the number one predictor. you got to make sure they have experience of being a chief. I mean, I think New Orleans would make a major mistake hiring a first-time chief, not because they're not competent, because they've never been in the hot seat before. So I think they should be looking for someone who's been a chief, and they have more public record because they have been a chief, and that's better for the process, and it's better for the mayor. Is it fair to say, that, and you've been the head of three major departments, which is more accurate, that uh, a police chief is a police chief and, and it's all about uh, administra- uh, during an, uh, being the administrator of a big department and solving crime in the city, or different chiefs make a better fit for different cities and the type of crime they have? I think that's very accurate. I mean, one of the things about all police chiefs in big cities is they're usually very politically adept, but they're not professional politicians because they have to balance so many different competing issues. And that's a skill, and you have to demonstrate that you've had that skill. So this is why I say you'd want someone who'd been a chief. Someone who's been a deputy chief, we all were deputy chiefs before we became chiefs, right, Tommy? But when you're a deputy chief, you're only only dealing with the advocates within your area of control. But when you're the chief of police, you represent the mayor, you represent the community, you represent the council. In New Orleans, Where is there more evidence right now that we need someone who can bridge the gap between the council and the mayor, between the mayor and the community, between the council and the community, and the council and the mayor and the community with the police? Where do we now need better experience than that to include a horrendous violent crime rate, 
So let's talk about the political side of it. Um, wow, I don't know how to phrase this delicately, so I don't I don't know if I can or not. Um, it's hard to deal with with uh, inconsistent. It's hard to deal with um, a giant ego. It's hard to deal with denial. How do you even go about? And I'm talking about the mayor's. What I'm talking about. I think she's in la la land. Let me just say it. How do you go about finding a chief that can deal with that? Because I, I don't know how that is overcome. I think you got to reverse the question, Tommy. Which accomplished, well-established, well-experienced, and well-respected chiefs won't see the same things when they do the same research for New Orleans that New Orleans is doing against on mm-hmm. them? That's the point I've been making, right? When right. I was a chief candidate and have helped other people be chiefs, and I said this to you before, the number one thing is what's the relationship with the mayor? What's the relationship with the council? What's the relationship with the community? What's the relationship with the department? And what's the crime problem? And unfortunately, right now in New Orleans, because of the issues that we've seen over the last four years, almost all of those are seriously in concern. And if you're a chief's candidate, the fact that the mayor and the council humbug is natural. The fact that the council seems to have taken the mantle of leadership that would normally be a mayor's mantle of leadership around crime fighting is dangerous if you're a chief candidate knowing you're going to work for the mayor, not for the council. Mm -hmm. Would you, would, I, I'm not offering you the job, but if you, because I know you have no interest in it, but if, uh, do you yeah. or not? No, no, th- it's time for another generation. All right. So that with that being said, when you were in your, uh, at the height of your career, would this have been a big giant no for you? Would you have looked into this and just kept going? Given at the time I would have already been a state police chief for three years and a major city chief for seven years, I would have said no to this environment. Mitch Landrew convinced me of his commitment to what we needed to do in the police department, and I convinced him of what my commitment was, and I came back. I came home. I chose to bring my family back to New Orleans because I could see there was something positive going to happen. Candidly, if you were looking at this as a chief from another city who had been very successful, there's going to be a lot of hurdles that are going to have to be cleared before you make the final decision. If this is where you want to be, Sometimes mayors present the search as if they're doing this great favor for somebody. No, no, the chief, the person who's going to take on all these battles on behalf of the community, has to know there's a solid team of political um, motivators and operators all around it. And without that, it's it's a mission that you can't win. All right, let me take a break, and that begs the question, do you, you know, like the old thing, I wouldn't belong to any club that would have me as a member. Would, <laughs> do you really want somebody that would take the job under those conditions or is that automatically as as stupid as it sounds like a self-disqualifier it's like well if you want it that proves to me that you shouldn't have it uh more with ronald surpass we come back 504-260-187 if you got any questions or comments uh time now for traffic on wwl From the Acadian Windows and Siding WWL Traffic Center, I'm Courtney P. Good morning. Bonnie Carey Spillway, Laplace, Kenner have very light delay right around mile marker 212. I-10 East Kenner to downtown New Orleans. Moderate delay starts just beyond 310. Heavy around the airport, easing at Williams. You'll hit the brakes again right around Bonneville to the 610 split. I-10 West New Orleans East to downtown. Light congestion remains in the Morrison Curve to the high rise. Downtown elevated is busy but steady to the flyover. Flyover lightly congested to Business 90. Crescent 
City Connection West Bank 2 downtown starts with a slow crawl from Stumpf to Terry Parkway, traffic easing as you cross the river. 610 West to Item West, leaving City Park, going through the merge to Bonneville. Steady stream of traffic, very heavy from the park to Canal. Huey P. Long, you'll find light congestion as you cross the bridge from as you cross the river from Bridge City to Elmwood. No delays on the causeway or I-55. I-12 East leaving Madisonville headed to Slidell have light delay just before 190. Have a traffic tip? Call WWL at 504-260-INFO. Interest rates going up, that means it's time to invest, it's time to save some money. And if you're looking for a safe place to park some money till the Fed and the stock market get together, why don't you look in the 5th District Savings Bank and go to 5thdistrict.com, see what they have to offer, or you can just walk into any one of the seven branches, talk to a friendly local person there. You don't need an appointment. West Bank, East Bank, and North Shore. You can find out where they are at 5thdistrict.com. You can even bank wherever you are with FDSB Connected. 5th District Savings Bank, full-service bank offering checking, savings, certificates, and home loans with all the electronic services and I've said it a thousand times, I'll keep saying it, when it comes to mortgage lending, I would deal with nobody other than 5th District because they truly are a local lender. They service that mortgage for the life of it, the decades of your life and the hundreds of thousands of dollars that are involved. You got a question? Walk into any one of the branches, talk to a local person, or call the local number and not talk to a machine. Talk to a live local person and tell them what your issue is and get it resolved. Other companies sell a mortgage and you don't even know who you're dealing with. That's not for me with a transaction that big. Fifth District Savings Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Looking to advance, uh, or rather uh, extend the family. They have openings for frontline staff on the South Shore. You can call them at 504-364-6164. Find out how to apply to become a member of the Fifth District family. Equal opportunity employer, disabled vets. A 26 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to former NOPD superintendent, head of the Washington State Police, Nashville City Police, Ronald Surpass, now a professor of criminal uh, justice at Loyola. And I mention that not because he's a job hopper, but because he has held several uh, major jobs throughout the country, and he's been through the process, and now we're looking for a new police chief here in New Orleans. So I was asking before, Chief, and I'm not being facetious, Given the conditions with Mayor Cantrell, it would almost seem like if you want the job, like a catch-22, well, if you want the job, that means we don't want you because who would take the job under those circumstances? Well, I think the thing that's hanging over it as a wet blanket is whether or not the recall is going to be successful and if it turns out that the recall is successful, but then there's you know, the rightful opportunity for the mayor to file lawsuits to overturn it. This thing could drag on for six months to a year. And if you're a chief candidate looking for a job where you're looking to hopefully have some stability, people offering you contracts aren't going to be as exciting because you have so much controversy and unknowns among what's going to be the mayor's position. Is this job a career killer for for somebody looking to make their way up the ladder of law enforcement? Let's be honest. I think being a police chief in a big city is one of the most exciting and difficult challenges on earth when you have a completely cooperating criminal justice system, when you have a cooperating council and mayor who all have their own individual politics, but they're cooperating on the bigger goal, which is reducing crime. And candidly, Tommy, I think you, your listeners, and I know there's been no cooperation in the last five or six years at reducing crime. The numbers speak for themselves. Um, the DA's office bringing on Morris Bart to help some of the lawyers, and it's not, um, you know, you're not going to have personal injury guys. It's people that have criminal 
and ladies that have criminal um, experience, et cetera. How overwhelmed is the DA's office? And are they dealing with the same people over and over and over again? Well, they are dealing with essentially the same offenders over and over again because in a city like New Orleans, a small number of people create a tremendous amount of crime. You know, using Mars Bart, great. Look, anything that can help make the system work better, I'm sure victims don't care who helps just as long as they get help. Secondly, you know, uh, Mr. Canazaro never had trouble hiring people. He just didn't have enough money to make it valuable. Apparently, Mr. Williams' office, the average person has maybe a year or less of service. So I think you still want to look at the recruitment and retention strategies with the same critical eye we look at the police department's recruitment and retention strategies. And we know in the police department, the FOP and Panos tell us that it's not only the money, it's the way the field officers feel like they're being treated by the political and the community. The money is Mr. the least Williams of it. Office, Yeah, Mr. Williams' office is no different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no different. So I think it's good that something's being done. But I remember one of the political prognosticators mentioned that when Mr. Williams won, the actual number of voters in the community that voted versus what that represented was about 18 percent of the city was represented mm-hmm. in that vote. And I think you're beginning to see that Mr. Williams recognizes as a very smart man that he is, that he represents 100 percent of New Orleanians, not just the people who have one particular view of crime fighting that's either uber, uber liberal or uber conservative. Appreciate your time, Chief. I really do. Have a good week. All right. All right. You too. Thank you. Former Chief uh, Ronald Surpass will take a break. Talk to New Orleans City Council Member Joe Geruso when we come back. Surgeon Waterport. Lord Almighty, they.